Whether you've been working for decades or you're just launching into your first career or business, I'm gonna be sharing seven success habits that you can use to grow a career or business that you're not afraid to brag about. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Brazenest Podcast, where we're all about helping you build a brazen, audacious, and badass career and business. I'm your host, Brooke Roberts, and today we're talking about habits. Habits that are really important, whether you want to grow a career, a very traditional career in a particular industry, or you are wanting to grow your own business. These types of habits are going to be really important for you to start seeing the momentum and the growth that you want to experience in your career, whether you want to be the VP of something someday, or you just want to have a multiple six or seven figure business of your own. Either way, this is for you. Now, before we get started, if you are interested in how to build a brand and business online and you wanna start earning maybe a side hustle income or a full-time income using the online knowledge economy, I have a free gift for you. Just go to brazenest.com slash roadmap and you're gonna get access to my 30-day roadmap, quick start guide, whatever you want to call it, on how you can go from basically zero audience to making money online in 30 days. You're not going to be a millionaire. It's not going to replace your nine to five income, but you will see some momentum if you follow these steps step by step. So it's literally, I give you what to do each week, week one, week two, week three, week four, so that you can start earning a little bit of income online using what you already know. So just go to brazenness.com slash roadmap to download that for free. All right, let's get to the main event. I have seven success habits that are gonna take you to the next level in your business or your career. Number one, you need to own your story. Whatever your story is, whether you grew up with a lot of money and a lot of privilege and a lot of things that were just supporting you and helping you, you need to own that. You need to own that story and own who you are. If you grew up really modestly, really poor and didn't have a lot and had to struggle your way through life so far, also, I need you to own that story. And any version of your story in between those two very, very polar opposite experiences. Either way, you have been able to overcome challenges, learn specific knowledge and skills and experiences from, from that very unique life experience that, that make you you, that make give you value to the ecosystem, give you value to your industry, to your organization, to your company. Whatever that is, you need to own that story because what oftentimes happens is that people will blame their story. I didn't grow up with money. I didn't grow up with parents who knew anything. That's my story, right? They first generation college student, they couldn't help me. I ended up with tons of student loan debt and I could get really upset about that story, right? Or on the flip side, maybe you grew up a lot and you're like, oh, my parents didn't teach me how to fight my own way and everybody thinks I'm super privileged and I'm not smart and I have nothing to value to bring. I'm just, you know, a spoiled kid with money. You might have like a very negative perception of your own story on, on that end of the spectrum. Whatever your story is, 
there is value there and you've learned something and you've grown from that experience and you have something to to contribute to society and to your work because of that experience. So instead of making excuses or being passive about your your background, being like, well, I'm a poor kid from Kansas. I guess this is just my story. Or, oh, I'm super wealthy. I can never do this other thing. I don't know what <laughs> super wealthy people can't do. I wouldn't know. You know, super privileged. No one's going to take me seriously. Then, then that's going to be your story. So it's up to you to own your story, leverage that story, and utilize it to help progress your 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 ambition and the things that you want to do in life. You can be taken seriously no matter what end of that spectrum you fall on. It's up to you to own that story and be confident about it. Number two, relentlessly focus. Now, this is one of those things that I have always struggled with, especially on the business side. I've always had like 5,000 ideas and I wanna launch all of those ideas right now, today, get out of my way, I'm moving forward. And as a result, I can move things forward, but at a glacial pace and not quite as good as I could have done if I had focused on one thing at a time. This is very true. I was side hustling one business while I was building another business and all the things. It was just not a great thing for me to do because it stalled my growth in, in every area of my career and my business. So instead, do what I did early on in my career. I was super focused on my lane. I wanted to grow my career in international education and so I just focused there. I made moves, I took jobs, I did presentations and collaborations and networked all to targetedly grow my career in that specific arena. And you can do that through business, you can do that in your career. And the idea here is that your lane doesn't have to be your lane forever, but for a specific period of time, that's the lane that you should be in and you should focus so that you can basically leap yourself forward much faster than if you were dabbling in here and and focusing on there and not really giving the really targeted effort towards one specific initiative or idea or career path. So once you have an idea and you've decided I'm going for it, stay focused, stay in your lane, and don't veer off of it until you've given it that good old college try. The third thing that you need to do in order to be successful and get that next level success in your career and business is y'all, you can't ignore those health habits. (laughs) Um, I have done this many times in my career where I just let my health go to the wayside and I just did not focus on making sure that I was eating well, getting movement in my life, those types of things. My challenge here is the habit is you need to do something healthy every day. So maybe you have a green juice. Maybe the next day you go for a long walk. Maybe the next day is you um, go to bed earlier instead of binge watching Netflix until one in the morning. Whatever those healthy habits are, start doing one of them every single day. And maybe eventually you'll build additional habits. Maybe you'll go on a walk every day or most days. Maybe you'll go to bed at a reasonable hour most days. But don't put so much pressure on you to overhaul your life and become like a bikini model or whatever. Like you just need to do one healthy thing every single day. Take the pressure off, feel good about that one healthy thing and move on. The fourth thing you should do if you want next level success is that you need to become the most interesting person you know. Not the smartest, not the most successful, just the most interesting. And this really, for me, comes down to having interests and curiosities outside of work. Other people might call these hobbies, for instance, but 
outside of your career, outside of your business, follow those curiosities. Lean into becoming the foremost expert on K-pop music (laughs) or something along those lines. Like whatever that is, I just love it when I meet people who are killing it in their career, killing it in their business, and they're like, I also keep bees. Like I'm a beekeeper. I'm like, what? <laughs> That's amazing. I just love it when I, I find these little peccadillos, little little nuances about people that make them super interesting to me. Like, oh my God, you also are a symphony level bassoon player. Meanwhile, also a social worker. Tell me that story because that's, that's amazing to me. So become the most interesting person that you know. And that just involves leaning into some of these curiosities that maybe you had when you were younger, going back to skills or uh, creative endeavors that you enjoyed um, maybe at a different time in your life and and lean into that and, and tell people and share it. It doesn't have to become a business. It doesn't have to become the thing that you are only known for, but become the most interesting person you know. Two things that have happened in my life where this is played out. Back in the day, I studied abroad three times in college. Now, this is an early 2000s. This wasn't very common. It's more common now, I think, but not very common to study abroad at all, let alone to study abroad three times. So in my circle, in my little world, I became the study abroad girl. That's just, oh, Brooke, she's the study abroad girl. And that made me super interesting. I didn't have a lot of other things to offer yet in life, but that made me interesting. The second time in my life where this played a role is I got really into yoga and it was like what I did all the time. It felt like I lived for yoga. I did yoga challenges on Instagram back when that was a thing. I was a yoga novice, but went really hardcore into it on the side of, of working full time. And then later on, I started a whole yoga travel business and I became known as this, like the yoga girl. And people were like, oh my God, you do yoga and yoga retreats and meditation, all these things. And that became part of like what I was known for and what made me interesting. So what is the thing for you right now in your life that you could become known for and that can make you super, super interesting? Number five is if you want to see next level success, is you need to make yourself super invaluable. The one of the ways to do this specifically at work is to do the task or the stuff that your boss doesn't like to do. This is really, really critical. One, it's just when you relieve someone of not having to do something that either stresses them out, you know, makes them angry or really frustrates them or they're not really good at and you can swoop in, do it more efficiently, do it faster, take it off their plate completely, they are going to love you. And as a result, they are also gonna see you as invaluable to the operation of their department, of their organization, et cetera. And so this is the type of little hack you can do where you're like, you know what, I can do that quick task. I can take that off your hands. I can do that quickly. That is really gonna help you stand out and your your boss or your org- you know the people running your organization is going like, wow, she is a game day player. She's here to contribute. How else can we promote her, get her involved in more things and and make her even more integral to the operation of this organization? So get out there, do the stuff your boss doesn't like to do. Number six. All right. This one is one of my favorites. So instead of complaining about how things work, find solutions. This could be tiny things like, I don't know, people aren't getting rid of their leftovers out of the fridge in the break room (laughs) to, uh, you know, you see a big, huge market level problem in a particular industry or in society. What other kind of problem that you're seeing, instead of complaining and, and bitching and moaning about it, 
find a solution to that problem. Propose a solution. You can go to your boss and say, this is an issue I've noticed in our organization. Here are a couple of solutions I think could work to alleviate this problem. It could be solving a problem within the business. It could be um, consulting. You know, If you're doing sales and consulting for other organizations on a B2B level, it could be finding solutions for them. But again, whether it's something minute like the trash or something like that is just like annoying or it's a big level problem in your organization, don't just come with the problems. Come with solutions. That kind of gets you back to the, the last one I talked about about becoming invaluable. If you're seen as somebody who's not just you know, coming in, clocking in, doing your bare minimum and leaving, but you're also so noticing how you can make things more efficient, more profitable, more enjoyable, whatever inside the organization, that is invaluable to making the organization better. And so notice the things that need fixing, but then also think up some solutions and share those as well. And finally, the last habit you need to cultivate to find success, next level success in your career or business is you need to become a master connector. Now, often people will say, oh, you need to be networking on a regular basis. Most people kind of cringe at the word networking because it can feel a little icky if done wrong. But instead, I like to encourage people, instead of focusing on networking, focus on connecting. So instead of being like, oh, I gotta introduce myself and doing all these informational interviews. Instead, I would give myself the task of every single week of going out and connecting somebody else with knowledge that they need to have, with resources that they need to have access to, with opportunities, or with other people. So you might say, you know, oh, that person, um, I saw their post on LinkedIn, they really need to meet my friend Joe. And so I could send them both a message saying, hey, you really need to meet my friend Joe. He's doing work on this thing that you just posted about. If you'd like to make that connection, I'd be happy to. Or you can just go ahead and make the connection. Either way, when you connect people with ideas, with opportunities, with resources, with other people, that is when you become somebody who's seen as super valuable and super well connected and super thoughtful and giving in your industry. So instead of focusing on how can people help me and how can I network so people can help me, focus on how you can serve others and connect them with the broader ecosystem of, of your industry or your field. And that is going to help you catapult your career to the next level. There you have it. Those are my seven habits to cultivating next level success in your career or business. If you have some other ideas, please please leave them down in the comments. And if you liked this video, please smash that like button or leave a comment over on the podcast for all you podcast listeners out there. I'd love to get your reviews over there and read what you think about this podcast episode. And remember that every day you postpone a dream, you weaken it a little. So get out there and make some magic happen. Cheers. <laughs>